Hey, did somebody call for backup? What's up, prodigies? And welcome back to Call for Backup, a prodigal son podcast from Nerds and Beyond. This is a very special episode of Call for Backup since the show is on hiatus this week. Since we're about halfway through the season, we thought we'd make our case for why Prodigal Son deserves a season three renewal. If you're not caught up, this is your big spoiler warning. Come join us when you've watched all the latest episodes from season two on Fox Now or Hulu. As many of you know, I'm Kaylee and I'm a staff writer at Nerds. You can find me on social media at Kaylee Gross. For this episode, I am joined by Megan, Julia, and my partner in podcast crime, Jules. So thanks for being here this week. As usual, Jules will lead our discussion, but before we begin, I'll let the other staff members introduce themselves and explain what they do for nerds. I'm Megan. I'm a staff writer, and you can find me on Twitter at Marvel Stalina. My name is Julia, and I am a writer, editor, and content assistant at Nerds and Beyond. And I'm Jules. I am an editor, writer, and content assistant, and you can find me on Twitter at Jules Writes Blog. Okay, so this week is a very special episode of the podcast, as Kaylee mentioned, because we are going to present our case for why Prodigal Son deserves a third season. Um, And this was partially inspired actually by a lot of the fans who on Twitter have every week been doing different little celebrations of Prodigal Son, posting fan art, fanfics, all kinds of cool stuff. And this week, the focus is actually on getting Prodigal Son at season three. Um, so we thought we'd just have a little discussion while the show's off this week about some of the stuff that we love about it, um, some of the reasons why we think that they need to continue on, that they have more story to tell. Um, so one of the first things we thought of when we were kind of putting together a list of why this show deserves to come back for another season is the characters and, of course, the cast who plays them, um, because the show has some of the most talented actors and some great chemistry between all of them, and the characters are all really engaging. So what do you guys think? What about the characters makes them so compelling? Why do we want a season three with this group of characters? The ensemble cast, well, the ensemble scenes, I mean, are fantastic. No one is really outshining another character. They just blend very well and they all have great chemistry. So it makes for great TV because when all of the characters can have these great scenes together, um, well, even just duet scenes as well, just like one-on-one with, you know, um, Michael Sheen and Tom Payne. I mean, they just are electric on screen. So I always personally enjoyed that aspect of the show because we have Bellamy Young, Michael Sheen, Tom Payne, um, Lou Diamond Phillips, like a whole just conglomeration of really talented actors that just blow us away every week. So that's always something I've really enjoyed. And such a strong mix of people who are good at comedy and people who are good at drama and people who are good at both. Right. Um, so you've always got something funny. Like you have Kiko making people laugh, but then she can also be dramatic too because she's had some darker scenes that right. are really emotional and really great. And kind of like you said, mixing them together in interesting ways because sometimes when you have characters who don't interact a lot, like you, for example, we had a brief shining moment of Martin and Danny this season, which <laughs> that alone, we need a season three renewal because I want to see more stories between those two. <laughs> I want that buddy comedy really badly. But they, they have so many characters they can put together in such interesting ways that we haven't even seen yet. Right. Um, and of course, some of that will probably be coming up later in the season, but I would love to give them another 20 or so episodes to explore that in more detail. Yeah, I agree with you. And also the fact that like you can see the 
chemistry that the that the entire cast has with each other you can see how close they are how close their characters are and just the way that they're very interactive with fans on social media always live tweeting during episodes always answering questions or doing instagram lives i just love it because it really builds the relationship between the cast and the fans and the show as well they work well with each other but they're also very dist from each other mm-hmm. too like they all have their own distinct personalities and their own lives and everything that sets them apart from each other but they don't but it's not so different to where it doesn't make sense for their dy- dynamic as a whole which i think is is a really strong strong point for the show and kind of like you were saying megan too the fact that they're so engaged with fans and they're so engaged in the show and clearly it's a show that they enjoy making um, it really makes for a very interesting fandom and a really fun place to kind of be. Um, you know, just as a casual viewer, you can enjoy the show um, because it's very engaging and has these great characters. But if you're somebody who gets more interested in the fandom side of things into making fan art or making fanfic or even just chatting with other fans about it online, um, it makes it a really unique and interesting place for sure. And of course, we can't go too far into our season three discussion without talking about how we need a season three because this plot is crazy there's always something going on otherworldly as <laughs> um, there is so much story to explore on this show so many different directions it can go i mean we don't even know where it's going to go this season never mind what they could potentially do after whatever this finale is going to be because you know this finale is just going to be absolutely wild um so what do you guys think what what deserves to be explored more in a potential third season of this show this whole this whole podcast so far, almost every episode, I've said, I want to see more Ainsley. I want to see her childhood more. <laughs> like, literally, if you listen to every episode. Um, if you do, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just want to know more about her. I want more of her story because she didn't just wake up one day and decide to kill people. Like... <laughs> I mean, I hope she, not. She never <laughs> has. She's never decided to kill a person in her entire life. Well, exactly. That's her subconscious mind at work there. Exactly. So that, I feel like that deserves exploring more. And I'm curious to see if she like teams up with Martin, if he gets out. Like that's kind of a theory, but. Ooh, a serial killer tag team in season three. Yes. That, <laughs> can you imagine? Oh my gosh. That'd be so cool. Well, not cool, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Murder is so fun, guys. It's the best. <laughs> so cool. Murder. Yes. Season three tagline. <laughs> yes, I just. Prodigal son making murder cool since 2019. <laughs> and then you got to put the finger guns too. <laughs> anyway, I think that's something that deserves to be explored as well as maybe more of Malcolm's trauma, I guess. Maybe more of. Childhood besides the girl in a box, because mm-hmm. all of season one was like his childhood related to that event. But I kind of want to see, like, like this season we saw his his high school life a little bit, which was traumatic as well. But not <laughs> no girl in a box. But you know what I mean, like how he was brought up as well. His day to day, a little right. bit more of his his life. The day in the life of Malcolm Bright. Yeah, <laughs> as a child. <laughs> I would also like to see more of Jessica's background because I think there's a lot of like unresolved feelings there towards Gil and towards um, Martin and you know being married to a literal serial killer and how that 
affected her because like we see a lot of how it affects Malcolm we're starting to see how it affects Ainsley but we don't really see much of how it affects Jessica and I think there's a lot to be explored there that I personally would love to see. I still want an early episode of Martin and Jessica like pre her finding out that he's a serial like I want to see how they met I want to see like how they got together like why they stayed together as long as they did because the flashbacks we've seen they seem to be pretty in love, like up until they found out that he was a serial killer. But it seemed like they had a decent relationship. So I'd be interested. I'd be interested to know what was going on there. It's kind of a deal breaker. <laughs> since, since, since you're bringing this up, I was like, I, I've been thinking about like what what Martin was like before everything. Like how did he become who he became? Like how like, was he always into murder? What was his childhood like? Was he doing his school projects on murder? Was right. that always a hobby of his? A passion, shall we say? I mean, were, were his idols, like, serial killers? Like <laughs> That's concerning. I want to meet the child actor that they would cast. I mean, it would just be really interesting young... to, like, get more of his backstory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that for a lot of characters too. We, I just want more of their backstory because we mm-hmm. only really know Gil and Danny and JT and I almost said Kiko and Adrisa <laughs> <laughs> and Adrisa from when Malcolm met them. So I kind of want a history or a backstory in all of them. Like that episode before they met Malcolm, what was their life like? You know, a day in the life of the NYPD before Malcolm. <laughs> Although oh I God. love Malcolm, but I would like to see why, like, for Danny, for example, in season one, we saw a little bit of her backstory. You know, she was in like, I, I don't, the episode that Malcolm got high, was she, <laughs> she went undercover, I think, and then ended up. <laughs> yeah, over- it was the guy she knew from right. before. Yeah. So that was a, to me, that's an interesting storyline. And, you know, maybe an episode of Danny undercover or, you, you know what I'm saying? I like, I don't There's think so many directions for it yet. to go. There's so yeah. many places you can take the story. I mean, I don't, I, I would love to see, we talk about, we've talked about this before, but it's kind of like one of my, we've talked about how we want Mr. David to have like his own yes. like day. But I also would love an episode <laughs> where it's just everyone else in the NYPD. Like, I just want to see from the outside, like we don't see any of the actual case. We just see them at the the NYPD fighting loudly in this glass room that everyone can see and just having everyone be like well I don't know what's going on on Gil's team this week but as usual I mean mean, especially if Malcolm's talking about murder and (laughs) killing someone announcements the NYPD I need a murder they're like looking around like did anybody did you hear say that over over coffee you know they're making their day in the life of the NYPD without (laughs) with Malcolm just barging in at every opportunity (laughs) but I mean that's the whole thing with this show is there's so many avenues to explore plot wise even um that we haven't gotten to see yet that I think even if you know obviously they're going to finish out this season they still have half of a season to go which is why no way they get we to need all of like those three more seasons for all of these and, stories you know let's yeah. let's just run it I mean let's I just go past <laughs> the 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 supernatural criminal mind return <laughs> record-breaking and just yeah you know Grey's Anatomy <laughs> Something I know Kaylee wanted to talk about, a big reason why she wants to have this show come back for season three, is that she loves the production values 
um, how the show looks. Also, <laughs> I have to throw in a plug for the music as well. We've got to talk mm -hmm. the music supervision on this show, which is awesome. I've found some pretty amazing covers through this show. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's, it's a, such an expensive looking show and it's so cool and very cinematic the way it's shot. Kaylee, I will let you geek out, commence yeah. geeking out about the Well, so I don't know any technical terms, but <laughs> so I can't geek out appropriately, but I always appreciate. And like I said, if you've listened to this podcast before, you, you this is just nothing new. <laughs> I always appreciate their just a camera shot or a lighting. You know, if Tom Payne, of if Malcolm or Tom Payne, literally the same person, almost. Um, <laughs> if he's in a room by himself and it's dark, but you know, there's like a blue hue on his face to you know um, accentuate. Extent. What word am I looking for? Yeah, that's the right word. Yeah, accentuate. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Good. All right. I know. I know words, but his eyes. You know what I'm saying? Because they're blue, so maybe they're using a blue hue to make it to make them stand out. You know, a shot that there's a shot. Um, I don't remember what episode exactly, like what number, but it was with Vijay, the insurance episode with the robbery, the diamond, oh, yeah. all that. There was a shot where Malcolm was looking at like the jewelry. What's that called? What's that job called now? Oh my gosh. Appraising. He was like appraising the jewelry. Oof. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> We're getting so many SAT words in today. I know. God, appraise. I know. <laughs> but he was appraising the jewelry and as the camera would circle him, he would be talking to someone new. And I just thought that was genius, genius. And just the costumes, just the light, just all of it. The, the cast and the crew work together in such a beautiful way that I, at least in my perspective, I appreciate that because like you said, it's almost a cinematic experience. And that to me stands out over any other show. You know what I mean? So like I said, I appreciate that. The lighting, the, the effects, everything, all of it. Love it. Thank you. I can't believe you refrained from mentioning him going into the pool. That oh shot. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt bad for being a little redundant, but yes. So like <laughs> this season, there's a shot where Malcolm falls into the pool, but the camera follows him as he falls. Mm -hmm. You can have a deeper meaning to that if you want, like him falling into this, you know, maybe his mental health is falling or decreasing or, or, you know, but there's just so many shots, so many beautiful, just, oh, I just round of applause for them. Honestly, the directors, <laughs> just all of them, the camera crew, I love them all. So they're appreciated. I just want them to know that they're appreciated. Definitely. I feel like the crew does not get enough shout outs on any show really, but you know, they do deserve so much credit for the look of the show and how it's shot. Um, even simple things like blocking, you don't really think about when you're watching it, but they right. make a huge difference. And you know, so important too. And it's just so visually appealing to me that I'm like, I, you know, for example, I'm just, just going on a tangent here. I, was it the, the most previous episode we talked about episode six with Ainsley and the debutantes or is that episode five? What you need to know about me is that I almost never know the episode numbers. I go exclusively by what happened in the episode. And I'll go right, the one so with the, the the one with the thing with the yes. thing. <laughs> the debutantes where uh, she blew herself up, but her face was still seen in the fire. That was an amazing scene. And just they like they didn't have to go that hard for us, but they did. They did that for us. So 
I want them to know that they are appreciated. I again, I could go on all day, but we don't have that much time. So <laughs> we need a season three so that Kaylee can continue praising everyone who works on the crew of exactly. Prodigal Son. Like that's I said, that's really what we need terms, but I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> and I mean, that speaks to I think the show in general is that creatively speaking, they have only upped their own bar this season mm-hmm. you know the episodes that we've seen so far you know season one was great and season two has been an improvement on that it hasn't had that situation where sometimes the second season of a show can almost feel like a letdown because All the first sure. season was so good and you're like oh like I don't know what to do yeah. the second season's not as great this one they've absolutely kicked it up a notch so like Megan and Julia what did you guys think about this season so far like have do you think that it's exceeded your expectations for what it could be I I would say Yes, because I think just because when I was doing my whole season one watch and messaging everybody and you're all like, oh, oh, just you wait until you get until season two. Like, "Mm, okay, sure. But um, you were not lying. I think especially (laughs) with Malcolm, who has just like reached a whole new level of unhinged and like some of the things that they've thought of. I mean, he has. He's he's, uh, wild and poor Malcolm. But, um, like, some of the stuff they've pulled out so far this season, like that cliffhanger from the last episode and, like, the whole thing with the creepy dolls and, like, everything I feel like has just gone up a notch from last season. So, yeah, I definitely agree that they've they've been able to up the ante there. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think for almost every show I watch the the second season is usually a lot better because with the first season they're trying to find their their footing they're trying to figure out what works what doesn't work and with the second season that's usually when the the show really starts to get going and so far in just these first six episodes I think they've really outdone themselves I mean just with the first episode I remember when we were watching it because we were having this like Zoom watch party. We we're just like, mm-hmm. what is going on right now? <laughs> like just like we were just all shocked just because like there was so much going on. And just the, the season has just been incredible so far. I'm just kind of going off of what you said, Megan. Us re-watching it back. We watched every episode from season one um, from like over the summer to about New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And we almost fell in love with the show more after watching it the second time. We had an, more of an appreciation for, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize this scene. Or, because, you know, most of us were very surprised when we saw a finale and saw Ainsley just slice and dice Endicott. <laughs> but going back and watching, you see these like little hints and you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So they do things, I f- feel like, subtly. But then once you see the bigger picture, it makes much more sense. And I don't know. I just, they always deliver for me. I'm always on the edge of my seat. And I don't think that they're like, you know how sometimes they can have different plots going on at the same time. I feel like it's not confusing at all. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. they all blend together really well. So I'm not like, okay, the girl in the box is still <laughs> like we're a season in and I still don't know anything. Like they mm-hmm. kind of wrap up things nicely in my opinion they don't have a lot of plot holes they don't have like everything feels very carefully planned and like they knew exactly Mm -hmm. where it was going from the beginning um, which I appreciate because there's a lot of shows especially mystery shows I feel like have a hard time 
because they're always trying to up the last mystery because they're trying to keep you invested and they're trying to keep you interested. And one thing Prodigal Son does is they up the mystery and they up the thing, the tension and the things that they're trying to find, but they don't do it in such a way that it's completely inauthentic. Like right. you're not sitting there going, why is it that Malcolm Bright is involved in every single case in the NYPD? It's like, because he's Malcolm Bright and it's his right. family and his family <laughs> is insane. So that's why he's involved in all these things. It just makes sense. Their storytelling really makes sense on a lot of levels. And perhaps the last and most compelling reason, we were all discussing this just before we officially started recording, but we have all been burned by the show that ends the season on a cliffhanger and then doesn't come back for another season. Now, Prodigal Son is rather well known for ending episodes and in some cases seasons on a cliffhanger. <laughs> and my greatest fear is that they've already planned a cliffhanger for the end of season two and then we won't get a season three so I, I don't know I feel like that's the most compelling argument we've got is that we need to know how this ends I don't think I'll be able to sleep at night <laughs> I'm like Fox if you're listening I will lose sleep over this don't don't be the reason I lose sleep. trust me I need my sleep so that should be argument enough <laughs> We'll have to call on all the fan fiction writers in the fandom. Please finish the show. Honestly. You have to finish somebody the show for like, us. Do their own production of Prodigal Son, just alternate ending. <laughs> Heck, I'll do it myself. The production values might go down a wee bit. Um, you might notice. I do have a microphone, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I, I can get a wig. I can get some, like. Awesome. Um, so the sound oh will God. be crisp. I would watch it. But everything else will be. <laughs> I don't want to disappoint you guys, but I'll do my best. <laughs> we don't get renewed. <laughs> I mean, I just remember last year we were just waiting in agony. Oh my god! Or Fox to renew the show oh, for season terrible. two. Every it was week, torture. Every day, we're like, "Hey, did anybody see the?" the <laughs> we were like refreshing the page every day, and Stop Julia it. doesn't know this pain because we brought Julia in yeah. late, and she binged season one. <laughs> Once she already knew it was renewed, she already knew that it had a second season. We just sat there and waited. We were just months. waiting, and then the new had like the the renewal article and draft. Right, exactly. Forever. That's ever for months. Uh, we have to. We drafted a hopeful um, season two renewal article just to have it ready. But like very early because I because Fox Fox had renewed my my other trash. 911 and 911 Lone Star, like before 911 mm -hmm. had completed their third season. And they were all just like, Fox, <laughs> where's the other news? Every other Fox show is renewed. We're waiting and waiting and waiting. And then we finally got the word, and it was like, publish it now. It was, it was so like exciting. Christmas Day. I had to go back in my drafts to find it because it was like a full month behind <laughs> all the other current articles. I was like, wait, I gotta go find the draft again. Which is to say, Fox, we appeal to you, good people at Fox. Please renew the show. Please renew it early. Please don't make us wait. <laughs> Please don't give us a cliffhanger for your renewal. <laughs> Please, Please don't renew like like a show and then make us wait. <laughs> and as a fan base, if you are on mm -hmm. Twitter, you know hashtag Prodigal Son, you'll see people live tweeting and having a blast. Like there is watch it and make a trend. <laughs> Yeah, there's a make a trend higher with prodigies. So it, it is people are watching. You know, despite ratings or or stats or anything like that, people love I the mean, show. 
I mean, to be fair, it does go up against This Is Us. Which has a huge... Which is not. Right. Very fair. Four seasons, five seasons. <laughs> so I, I understand that, but I just would hate for them to, to cancel it because of... No ratings when if you you know if you like i said if you go through the hashtag t- people are tweeting almost every day and there's some good news about ratings as well because you mm-hmm. know when you look at the ratings over the course of the three days or when you look at their streaming numbers like they do do well mm-hmm. um so it's just making sure that fan base is loud and vocal and so in our last little thoughts here just to talk to the prodigies directly about some things you can do if you want to support the show if you want to make sure it gets renewed for season three the best thing you can do is watch it obviously whether if that's you on your stream if you can whether it's on your streaming service of choice or whether it's live um, on fox when it airs um tweeting about it is really helpful anytime you can drive engagement that's super great tagging the official show account is also very helpful for things like that. Um, And I believe Fox, like most networks, has a comment section on their website. And you can actually submit comments directly and say, I really love Prodigal Son and I think it needs its third season. Um, And someone might not necessarily read it, but it will get sorted into a little digital pile of how much mail is this show getting? Are people writing in about this show a lot? So just do it every day. They should just, know. <laughs> yeah. Just every morning when you wake up, the first thing you should do is and then every <laughs> night before you go to bed. <laughs> and every night before you so, go to so bed. you can start it. So you can start and end your day. Yeah, with a little prodigal sun, just peace. Well, maybe it'll bring you some peace. You know, maybe it will. Maybe it will bring you. Your a efforts bit of peace have been rewarded. I mean, I don't think we'll ever have peace with this show. a girl can dream a girl can write well thank you for bearing with us on this very special uh episode we will be back next week and if you have any thoughts on the on anything we've had to say today you can tweet us on twitter at call for the number four backup pod although this is a special episode of call for backup We still wanted to end this episode with motivational affirmation or quote that inspires you as you start your weekend. This week's quote is, who you are inside is what helps you make and do everything in life. Mr. Rogers. That's our show for this week. And thank you for listening, Prodigies. Make sure to tune in next week for our regularly scheduled podcast to discuss episode seven of Prodigal Son, directed by none other than Lou Diamond Phillips. In the meantime, you can follow us on our brand new Twitter account at Call for Backup Pod. That's Call the Number Four Backup Pod. Tag us and let us know your thoughts on the episode. And as always, follow us at Nerds Beyond for all of your nerdy news.